Hey, hi, and hello, it's me, Nikki. Welcome to our first ever Purpose to Pretty podcast. I'm so excited to have you here and to be able to share with you. Listen, what I'm going to be talking about for 52 Mondays starting today um, is our is about purpose. Now, what happened last year is there were blogs that went up. Every Monday, a blog went up. I'm going to take those same blogs and I'm going to talk to you about them now. And the thing is, we looked at purpose from the standpoint of a farmer and how a farmer trans uh, goes throughout, transitions throughout the year into the different seasons and what their farming looks like. And that's kind of like how our purpose is going to look. So today we are talking about a seat at the table. I want a seat at the table. Let's jump into it. Hey, hi, and hello, it's me, Nikki. Welcome, welcome to the Purpose to Pretty podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, where pretty stands for presenting reasonable endeavors that thrive, yielded to God and his purpose for your life. For the next 52 Mondays, I hope you will join me in the discussion of how to walk in and on purpose, fulfilling the call God has placed on your life. We all have one. And he gets glory when we represent him with our gifts and talents. Listen, I always say, purpose doesn't change, it evolves. As your purpose partner, I hope to encourage, build, and strengthen you to go, do, and be all that God has created you to be. So the other day I started, now remember, this goes back, this was written last year, but this still stands true to be today, okay? So the other day I started thinking about Tabitha Brown and what some believe is her overnight success. Like many others, I love her infectious personality and I'm encouraged by her charisma and positive attitude. She has really soared to heights she might have only dreamed of. I'm excited for Tab and her journey. To watch her shine and grow is a joy and an inspiration. And let's face it, She's just downright fun, warm, and loving. And just to put a little note right here, let me tell you, I just saw yesterday that the girl has her Donna's Recipe hair in uh, Ulta. You go, Tab Brown. That's what I'm talking about. I'm so excited about what she's doing and how God is blessed in her life. So anyway, so with boldness, I told my client, I was doing a client's hair, and I told my client at the time that I want to sit at Tab at this table. I don't know why I said that, though. Perhaps it was because, like many others, her story of tenacity, drive, and consistency, along with her winning smile and melodic southern accent, spoke to a part of me that was hungry. I was real hungry at that time. It makes me believe God has a seat at his royal table for me to sit and sup from. Not just believe, I know that I have a seat at God's royal table. But when I think about that royal table being here you know, in the in the earth realm, what do we think is royal? I think that what I was saying was at a celebrity's table or at someone who's famous table or someone who has high influence. I want to sit at that table. But I thought, well, Nikki, what do you have to offer? Oh, baby, I have plenty to offer. Listen, that's when blockers come up. Blockers uh, come and eradicate our our um our qualifiers, those things that those things that qualify us to move and go and do and be uh, in and on purpose. And then the blockers come in to take them and squash them, right? So a blocker would say, girl, you don't have enough to say to her. You don't have enough to say to people who would sit at her table. I absolutely do. I absolutely do. Anyway, let's move right along. 
Did you know there is a seat at the king's table set for you as well? Of course you did. If you didn't, now you do, because I'm telling you. The Lord brought to my attention a, set, a passage from 2 Samuel 9. The gist of this passage is that King David wanted to show kindness to the family of his best and most loyal friend, Jonathan, who died in battle. Jonathan was the oldest son to King Saul, and when David became a member of the king's household, the two became close friends to the point that they regarded one another with that Mark 12 and 31 type of love. Make sure you go and read that. That's Mark 12 and 31. A promise was made between the two men, with Jonathan asking David to never cut off kindness from his family. That's 1 Samuel 20, 13 through 15. Just before the former was tasked with facing the jealous and murderous anger of his own father. Isn't that amazing? Jonathan knew then, I'm going to need David to go take care of my family. Just, just had something in the spirit about it, right? After the war and death of his beloved friend, King David recalled their precious covenant and set out in search of the members of Saul's house to show God's kindness, to do that very thing that Jonathan asked of him. It was brought to his attention that Ziba, get ready for this, y'all, that Ziba, the servant for the house of King Saul, that Jonathan had a son named Mephibosheth, who was in hiding and was crippled in both feet. Uh, please take note of how Ziba tried to slight Mephibosheth by pointing out his disabilities. Y'all, I'm telling you, go read this story. I'm telling you, this story will bless you because Mephibosheth uh, represents all that we lack represents all that we've been through that is un, is not, you know, that doesn't serve us well. All the pain we've been through, all the hurt we've been through, all the times we've been put down, all the times we've been counted out. That's what Mephibosheth uh, represents, his disabilities, his crippleness, right? And I'm not going to tell you how he got crippled. Y'all go read the story, I'm telling you. Without hesitation and despite his lameness, King David sent for Mephibosheth and fulfilled that promise made years before. Jonathan didn't say, if if you find someone in my, fam in my household or my family that is perfect in all its ways and is smart and has no, um, you know, isn't lame, that's who I want you to show kindness to. No, he said, all, all my whole household. And so guess what? David went and got him. Without hesitation and despite his lameness, King David sent for Mephibosheth and fulfilled that promise made years before. Upon seeing the king, guess what? Mephibosheth bowed in reverence and fear, likening his worth to that of a dead dog. Y'all, we got to know our worth. You know how a dead dog, don't, he just laying there prostrate on the floor. No life whatsoever. Can y'all get the picture? Can y'all get the picture? I picture David say, hey, hey, get up. You you in the same boat as me. Listen, come on. I, I was your daddy best friend, boo. Get up. That's okay. Let me help you up, okay? Anyway, let's go on. Yet because David wanted to show God's kindness and fulfill a promise to his dearest friend, the king offered him a lifelong seat at his table. A lifelong. Listen, God has offered us a lifelong seat at his table. We sitting with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. <laughs> he was to always be provided for. And Ziba, here we go. And Ziba and his entire household was made to be what? His servants. That's what they did. They had to serve uh, Mephibosheth and his little lame self, his little crippled self. 
Not only that, but he had all his granddaddy's land restored back to him. Y'all know Saul was some rich, right? Saul had a lot of property. Saul had a lot of camels and carrying on. He had a lot of goats and I don't know what else. He had bulls and I don't even know. He had all the animals. He had all the animals though. And all of that was restored back to him. All his granddaddy's stuff. Talk about an inheritance, y'all. Do you find yourself crippled in any way? Or even in hiding. Mephibosheth was hiding. Ziba told him, dude, you can't even walk right. Go on back over there. Go in the back, okay? I got this. I'm I'm running all your granddaddy stuff now. Go sit down. Somebody get him. Walking down here with that limp. Don't do that. Uh-uh. That, that don't look good in the, in the outer courts. You know what I'm saying? We like to be in the, have the ugly stuff in the inner courts. Anyway, let me finish. Well, it's time for you, sis, to walk out, limp if you must, and ask God to give you a seat at the table so you can flourish, grow, and soar. What table, Nikki? You might be asking me. The table that has a place setting prepared just for you. There's a royal table with a glorious feast that we each are called to. And I'm about ready to eat, child. Where's my seat? Where's my plate? I need my nice uh, my nice, my nice plate, my nice uh, fork, my napkin with the beautiful um, tablecloth, all of that. Listen, I don't know where my table is all the time. I have seen a couple tables over the course of 2022. Matter of fact, I want to tell y'all, 22... It owes me nothing. A lot of stuff happened in 22. A lot of stuff that, you know, just wasn't encouraging. A lot of stuff that wasn't, that didn't provide me with strength. But there were a lot of things that, that overcompensated for those areas that drained me. For those times that took everything out of me. You guys, my best friend lost her whole husband last year. Do you hear me? Her whole husband we ain't but in our early 50s. Our hearts are wrenched at this point. We are like, Lord God, this was not in the plan. I mean, okay, we know it was in his plan, but we're talking about our plans right now. But we are so thankful that he did all that he did in keeping my brother and restoring my brother to faith. <laughs> He's at the table, y'all. My brother is at the table eating and eating well. Do you hear me? Suffering no more. Do you hear me? He got that life right, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Not with everyone in the world, but certainly with his father. And I'm excited about that. And he, he was, uh, he, we sent him off with, uh, a beautiful celebration of life. And we celebrated him because he celebrated God. I'm telling you, my husband and I had the opportunity to go in and talk with him and his last days and just the faith that was coming out of his mouth that was just it, it was so encouraging I was just like he said I'm not afraid to die he said I'm not afraid to check out of here he's like because I know I'm going with the, to be with the king he said I just want to live here a little bit longer he said but hey whatever his will is do you know what kind of faith you gotta have to do that so come on with your crippled self. Come on with your maimed self. Okay? And give, I'm just excited and a living testimony that God still blesses the cripple. 
and gives them a seat at the king's table. My brother is at the king's table and I'm excited about that. So I want to encourage you to walk in purpose and have a very, very pretty day. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Purpose to Pretty podcast. I'm so blessed that you chose to tune in. (laughs) Like, wow. Listen, I pray that you receive more than you even anticipated. Can you do me a favor? I have a few things I want you to do. Give me a few stars if you enjoyed it and a review. And then also follow us on all social media handles at The Pretty Experience. Share this with a friend. And finally, to set an appointment to locate your purpose, send an email to Nikki at ThePrettyExperience.com. I look forward to hearing from you and seeing you back here on the next time. Thank you.